Hello and good morning, everyone. My name is Natalie Artiga. I'm the oldest daughter of Eric and Leah Artiga and the oldest sister of Jalen, Crystal, Levi, and Miss Aaliyah. Um, this is my testimony on my journey to know and accept the Lord as my Savior. Okay. Um, at the age of three, my birth mom had left my family. Um, being so young, I didn't know how deeply I would be affected by this. From that moment on, my dad became a single father to my sister and me. Throughout this time, God had had his hand on my small family and me. No matter what, God had always provided for us. At such a young age, my dad sacrificed so much to work and supply us with the things that we needed. Um, from the age of seven to five, five to seven, we lived in a small home in Pomona. While living in Pomona, my dad did all that he could to provide, from working very early shifts to working multiple overtime shifts just so we had enough. Since my dad had to work so early, he would drop us off with my great aunt so she could take care of us, drop us off at school, and watch us until my dad would pick us up. Um, often I would wonder why it had to be this way. Why did my dad have to work so much? Where is my mom and why can't she help my dad? Um, I began to wonder why my mom wasn't around and why did she leave my sister and me. So I asked my dad. My dad told me that she was not ready to be a mom, so she gave us to him. I did not know how my dad was able to muster the courage to face his little girls and tell them that their mom chose not to be around. Of course, hearing this, I cried and couldn't understand why. Why would she give up on me and give me up? Now, still being a kid, this question would only creep up on me when it wanted to. By the time I turned eight, my, grand my grandmother from my mom's side wanted to see my sister and me on the weekends. My dad had agreed and trusted that she would care for us the way he would, but that was not the case. My grandmother and her, and her family come from money, so going over seemed like living a dream, unaware that this would deeply affect me. Being, being a young child, though, I didn't understand that. I realized anything I wanted was given to me, and it didn't matter the cost, as long as I got what I wanted. By the time the weekend was over, we would return home with bags full of things that we had wanted. I was so ecstatic over what I got, I never noticed how my dad might have felt knowing that he wasn't able to also get, the thing, get us the things that we may have wanted. And so it went on. Every other weekend, we would go over to my grandma's house and come home, hands full of bags of clothes and toys and just things that we had wanted but never really needed. While visiting my grandma, we would also take an occasional trip to visit my mom, who had moved away to Arizona. On these trips, all the questions that I had about my mom would resurface and begin to take their effect on me. There were times at home with my dad when I would cry and ask him, why did she go? Why did she leave us? How come she only calls on my birthday and not just to talk to me? I know that this was hard for my dad to answer, but he did nevertheless. Nonetheless, even though I would say that I understand, I started to get angry with God. My dad raised us to know the Lord and praise him and thank him. We would also, we would also listen to Christian music on car rides and always pray over our days and food. As my anger grew, I stopped wanting to do these things. My anger with God blinded me from any of the blessings that he had for me. Why did he let her leave me, and didn't God love me, were questions that, I, that often circled my head when I would think about it. On the other hand, I knew that the best thing was to ask my mom all the questions that I had. But when I would see her, all the courage and strength I would have 
would very quickly disappear. In fear that I would lose the small relationship I had with her and then feeling I was just not ready for an answer yet. Since I wasn't ready for an answer or to talk about it with her, I would regularly suppress any bad feelings towards her and it was easy for me to pretend that everything was okay because I was still young. Other things that would easily distract me from the bigger picture that I was battling with was just anything I would get and ask for. <laughs> By the age of 10, I had finally got the courage to ask my mom all of the questions that have been eating me on the inside. And her response was simply, I left because the military needed me to. I was instantly taken aback by her response and then wanted started to become confused. Why was her story so different from what my dad told me? Her simple response then caused me to question my dad. Was he lying to me? Who was telling me the truth? Why are the stories so different? All of this confusion was much too much for me to handle, so I did the only thing I felt I could do at the time and was distract and was to distract myself from those thoughts with clothes, friends, TV, and anything to to avoid the confusion. Given my best efforts, I couldn't distract myself for long because my mom had a baby. From that from the first moment I met him, I knew I loved him so much. I knew I wanted to do everything for him, but I never got the chance to. After my little brother turned two, my mom decided to give him up too. Why did she decide to do that was never made clear, but I knew from that moment on, my relationship with her changed forever. I had even more anger boiling inside of me. I had begun to slowly resent my mom, constantly wondering how could she do that. She was given a second chance at a family and didn't want it. How could she do that to him? He didn't deserve that. We didn't deserve that, so why should he? I could understand it, but being a kid, I let my judgment still be clouded by the things I would get. As the years went on, my sister and I continued to visit my grandparents. We would also occasionally see my mom. I had grown a greedy, selfish, stubborn, stubborn and prideful heart. By 12, I was so confused but consumed by the world that I started to rebel against my dad and the way he was trying to raise me. I only wanted to be and act the way my grandma would let me when I visited her. I yearned to go over more and more, and I regularly chose to deny my dad and God over and over. I eventually turned my anger that I had at my mom onto my dad because I was upset that I wasn't allowed to dress and act the way I wanted to. I unknowingly grew to love the life I was living at my grandma's, and I grew to love the life that I was living at school around all my friends. Going to fancy dinners, going shopping, wearing makeup, and wearing clothes inappropriate for my age, everything my grandma had, I wanted. I was never satisfied when I returned home with my dad. Trying to fill the void at home, I used bad influences from friends and did not care how I was, how I was performing in my classes. All I knew was that my selfish desires were never fully quenched and I always wanted more. After not talking to my mom for a while, I grew to miss her. She's not that bad, I told myself. We would talk on the phone sometimes. Sometimes our talks would be good, and sometimes they would be bad. We would fight over small things that I asked or wondered about her and why she was still gone. But since I was young and ignorant, I would soon forget that we even fought and pretend everything was okay. Nevertheless, I still wanted to see my grandma. I had realized that I wanted to be just like them. I would sit with the adults at parties, wanting all of the attention to be on me, and soon it was. 
Getting attention was something that I had grown to love. My relationship with my mom was rocky, but I still hoped that she would come back and, would be a, and we would be a family again. Throughout all this time, my dad was doing all that he could to provide for Crystal and I. I was ignorant to how Crystal was being affected by us living a double life, and we began to bicker and fight all the time. Our relationship had hit a rock bottom, and neither of us wanted to fix it. I was at my worst, living and loving a double life, always fighting with my sister, confused and upset that my mom had left us, and again, my little brother, angry that my dad didn't allow me to do the things that I wanted, that my grandma had would, and bad influences at school. I was struggling in the midst of it all, the chaos that I had created. I felt like I had no one to help me, and through it all, until we met Leah. Leah was like no other woman I had met. What I didn't know was that meeting Leah was the start of a major change in my life. God knew that my family needed her at the time, and unfortunately, I did not want it to be. I was so used to being it being just my dad, my me, and Crystal that I also had hoped my mom would return somehow and we would be a family again. With this mindset, I began to treat Leah horribly. She was just a wonderful person who wanted to love me and care for me, but I was too selfish and ignorant to realize it. I soon, though, realized that I was causing hurt and pain to a person who just wanted to be there for me and love me as her own. So one day, I sat down with her and deeply apologized for the way I had been treating her. We had talked about why I was acting out, and she said she understood me and that she forgave me of all of my actions. Although things were getting better with Leah and me, my life was not done, life was not done throwing curveballs at me. A few months after Leah and my dad were married, my mom moved back from Arizona. Her moving back was unsettling for me because I was getting used to my new family with Leah. Still, nonetheless, we still visited my grandma and saw my mom, and I still love the life I was living when I went over. I always knew that the Lord knows what's best for you, but I never knew that what was best for me would change my life forever. My 16th birthday was the day that the Lord opened my eyes to realize that not only was I living a lie, but that my family, whom I adored for so long, was deceiving me with spotlights and money and living in darkness. On that day, a lot of hurtful things were said to me and Crystal and allowed me to truly see the true colors of how my family really saw us and how much they cared about how they were hurting us with the continuous lies. We knew that the only choice we had left to do was to break contact with them. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. It was like stripping myself of all that I thought life should be and starting over. Although it was tough, I am proud to say that it was one of the best decisions I have ever made. By making this decision, though, I thought I might be free of temptations, but yet I still ignored the Lord's call for redemption. I was still doing things in darkness and lying to my parents. When all of my darkness was found out, it really hurt my parents and also took a lot of trust away that my parents had in me. This was my breaking point. I knew that I had to be done with the darkness and that this was the Lord telling me that I needed to turn to him and let go of my sinful life. Leah had always told me that when I let go of my life and let God, amazing things would happen, and they did. 
He blessed me with an amazing mom who never gives up on me and loves me unconditionally. He blessed me with an amazing dad who sacrificed so much for me and always supports me in all that I do and loves me past all my faults. He, he blessed me with wonderful siblings whom I love deeply and wouldn't trade anything for. God has, had his, his, God has had his hand over my life from the beginning, and no matter how many times that I had denied him, he had always guided me through it all because he's a forgiving God. As I had started to live my life without allowing myself to be influenced by the world around me, the Lord has allowed me to see that life is so much more than all the materialistic things that I had ever wanted. I have been blessed beyond measure. Giving my testimony today and getting baptized is what God has called me to do, and he knew that living for the world was something he did not want for me, but living for him is the life he calls me to have. As Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from God. I want to follow the Lord through baptism, and I want to walk and follow the Lord through every day of my life. I am so thankful and blessed to have been welcomed into the SB. FGBC family, and I'm excited to become a member. Thank you.